You're listening to Once, episode 166, Family Business, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And we're happy to have you joining us. We just finished watching this episode, Family Business, and these are our initial reactions. So we're going to be a bit all over the place with our thoughts, theories, what stands out, what doesn't stand out. We might get some stuff wrong. That's where your feedback will come in and also filling in some of the gaps and details and Easter eggs and all of that with our upcoming full discussion. I'll tell you more about how you can send your feedback in to us in a little bit later, but you might already have it memorized. So let's talk about this episode, Family Business, which is a line we did get in the episode. (laughs) Gotta speak the title. At some point, yeah, often. In some shows, it's like every time they have a title, they speak it in the show. But the big surprise to me here was that Belle knew Anna this whole time. And when everyone was looking, Belle was keeping this secret. And it seems very out of character for Belle. Yeah, she seemed kind of out of character in some ways tonight. But I loved the whole episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. When we first saw that castle... I thought, man, that looks just like Belle's place (laughs) during the Ogre's War. I I knew who was going to come out from around the corner as soon as I saw the books. Yeah. She grew up around a lot of books. And it ended up that she was the one who suggested that they get Rumpelstiltskin to help them. She probably just didn't realize she would be the price. Right. It was nice to see something like a long story in the past, lead up to something that we saw a long time ago again and have Mm -hmm. things actually dovetail. Yeah. So this is now the, well, it's not the oldest that they've jumped back in fairy tale land because they've actually been showing us flashbacks in fairy tale land chronologically. This year, you mean? Yeah. Hmm. Instead of jumping all over the place like they've done with all of the other seasons, this time they are showing us in parallel Although the times aren't necessarily going along well, in parallel. When they've done something that intersects with Anna or Anna, it's been in chronological order, but the you know the sorcerer's stuff was not. That one scene anyway. Right. I guess yeah, just that, that one scene, because even that had ago. to do with Anna. So that was in order once they got past the original Dark One. Well, not original Dark One. Right. The predecessor. So we've got names now. Ingrid. Helga, and Gerda. Gerda is actually a name, and I need to look back at the original story. It's an unfortunate name. Yeah, (laughs) it is, but it's also the name of one of the main characters from Hans Christian Andersen's story Mm. about uh, the original Snow Queen story. And Gerda was one of those main characters. And there's a lot from this episode that ties in directly with the original story by Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah. Like the mirror, too. The way that the mirror works. I'd wondered when we saw Snow Queen assemble the mirror before, I'd wondered, is she going to use this the same way it was used in the story? And yeah, where it's making people turn, or it will make people turn mm-hmm. on each other. 
the uh, what was it? It was called. Apparently, Belle was pretty susceptible. Yeah, I it's... mean, it called out to her from underneath a cloth. <laughs> she didn't even have to see it to go find it. That might be a little weak on her part. The spell of shattered sight is what that's called, mm. at least in Once Upon a Time. I'll need to look back at the story to see if that's what it was. And Helga apparently looked a lot like Emma. Apparently. kind of weird, but like Hook said, we've watched the show enough that we should learn and assume that everyone's connected in some way. What I thought was funny and kind of great about this episode is last week we kind of rolled our eyes a little bit when she said, a family who loves me. Like, oh yeah, you, you too? Yeah. But this week, it's like she's she's actually a little more psychotic. I thought maybe she was just misunderstood, but she's sort of more like, let me just replace the people I lost and sort of maybe kill everybody else. That's cool. It'll just be our perfect little blonde, powerful family. Yeah, that's quite a bit weird. You'll be my sisters that that I lost or something. It'll be just the three of us and we'll be happy together. We'll what we'll just keep making thinking? ice palaces and 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 that'll never get boring. And snowmen. And sno- yeah, maybe that's mm, yeah. That'll be the other. That'll be their subjects. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did not expect to see the merchant in I, I this did episode. Not either. But one of those cool things. Also, uh, they harken back in the conversation mm-hmm. in the barn. They harken back to Market. the whole thing of you can't just. You can't marry someone you just met. <laughs> I liked how they took that. And not repeating the Frozen stuff, but mm. building on top of it. Yeah, I felt still like I was seeing a good Frozen sequel. Yeah. At the same time as a lot of things felt like like Once Upon a Time used to feel, but sort of like a matured Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. I loved, for some reason, I loved having all the people gathered in the sheriff's office the way they did. <laughs> When I saw it, I don't know about you, but when I saw it, I thought, they sound like they're us, podcasting about the TV show. <laughs> I did not think that. <laughs> because they're all theorizing about what's happening and <laughs> we're asking these questions that they can't answer. That's that's just like what we do. But by the way, we want you to be involved in asking these questions, but more specifically, answering questions, things that you pick up and such. So please send us your feedback about this episode of Once Upon a Time. Email it to feedback at oncepodcast.com, and in the subject line of the email, put the words family business. That's the title of this episode, and that's what works best when you're emailing us feedback. Put the title of the episode of the TV show in the subject line of the email. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 at any time of day. Don't worry, it won't wake us up in the middle of the night. Or go to the website, oncepodcast.com, and send a voice message through the website on your computer or iOS device. And we'd love to use your feedback in our upcoming full discussion of family business, which we'll be doing on Wednesdays. We do our live full discussions on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And we've got a bunch of people hanging out with us tonight. So thank you very much for joining us while we record our live initial reactions. So send us your feedback your observations, theories, what stood out to you, and we'd love to use that. Now we know in this episode that what we saw in the last episode was that Emma was about 13 or 14 years old, mm-hmm. which is close to what we theorized. Which is all Snow cares about. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, your childhood that I missed. 
Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Snow never saw Emma at that age. Mm-hmm. We didn't until recently. And we know Emma a lot better than her parents do. Yeah, but <laughs> Snow Queen apparently knows Emma a lot better. Emma spent six months there, and that was long enough for Sarah Fisher to grow attached to Emma. But. Well, following a prophecy that says she's going to be her sister. Yeah, that's. That's the really weird thing of all of this. Because I don't want to get into thinking anything like time travel, where Ingrid uh, is a sister to Emma because Emma traveled back in time or anything like that. I mean, yes, Emma did travel back we saw in time. Emma's birth. The only way they could be sisters is if <laughs> Ingrid is one of the Charming's children. Right. It, Which it makes just, no sense at all. Yeah. So I think it meant, you know, become a sister. It does remind me a lot of, we just had Halloween. Well, I mean, we didn't, but Halloween was just recently, the Friday before this episode of Once Upon a Time aired. And this reminds me that a classic plot point often in certain like scary movies where they go to some haunted mansion or something is that there's some relative who died and their ghost supposedly haunts the castle. That looks just like one of the people that's in the group. It's often used in horror stories like that. And that's what I was thinking of with this whole thing that, Emma, you look just like this person that you're probably not actually related to. It's weird thing, but... I'm just glad that it was intentional and not coincidental that they were all so similar looking. Yeah. This whole year. Because I've always thought that was pretty funny. So the Snow Queen actually had the sorcerer's hat for a little while. At least the box. I don't know if she could open it. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, that's true because only those with the purest of heart or who had does not her faced their dark side and turned away from it. She was. She sees her dark side and she just goes, "You'd look better with icicles." <laughs> Proosh. So she. Yeah. Uh... So let's see. Some of this stuff is getting almost difficult to track. Belle went for her memories, which ultimately was sort of a fruitless endeavor. Yeah. Why didn't she just ask her dad? Dad, tell me or else I'm going to go run away and learn myself. Yeah. The way they were setting that up, I almost thought maybe her mother wasn't really dead. I was thinking she must have died in some extremely gruesome way horrifying way yeah ogres don't exactly shoot you (laughs) you know what i mean they're not clean in how they kill no i'm thinking yes gruesome unfortunately so yeah the memories were useless and anna was captured but i still am not sure if we know what happened to anna because she was in a dungeon Mm -hmm. but clearly dq (laughs) Left after that. I, it was after that, right? Would have had right. to have been after that. Yeah. Because all of this happens even before the episode Skin Deep. This mm-hmm. is right several. Before the curse. So technically, we still don't know what ultimately happened to Anna. We could see her escape or be rescued next week. And still something else has kept her hidden. Yeah. It's probably the Snow Queen all of this time has been keeping her hidden in some way. 
Maybe. In what world, though? Ugh, I don't know. And now at this point, I'm thinking that the picture is coming clearer of how Elsa ended up in the urn in the first place. And that is that, well, Snow Queen put her in there. Mm, Probably. Why, why would she do that? And how would the urn end up in the Enchanted Forest? Well, remember, the urn was in the Enchanted Forest. That's how Snow Queen came out in the Enchanted no, Forest. No, that was in Arendelle. Oh, right. Arendelle. Okay. Sorry. It was with Rumple when it was brought right. forward in time with Elsa in it. Maybe that urn was part of the past deal that Snow Queen and Rumpelstiltskin made. Hmm, maybe. And speaking of deals, we still want, now have to know how Ingrid and Helga disappeared. I'm wondering if one of their parents made a deal with Rumple and he took them. Hmm. It wouldn't be the first time he's only taken some of the kids. Yeah. David. Well, David's brother comes to mind. There's a lot of weird stuff because when you think about how Rumpel's building this curse at this at that time back then, or he's looking for these ingredients, and there's this prophecy that Emma will be the savior. Well, where did that prophecy come from? That's that's something else to think about. But here's this woman that looks like Emma. And I I don't know. It's the whole thing. <laughs> Where'd the prophecy come from? <laughs> it, I'm I'm getting too stuck up on this one little point. But they never it's give us any thing. answers. <laughs> <laughs> or we got some answers and more questions. Well, one answer that I think we got a little bit from this is how old Hook actually is. Right. He's about 200 years old. We need that on a quote on our soundboard permanently, by the way. Which one? The one I just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when we look at this, I really wonder, is the mirror going to be the only thing that Snow Queen needs in order to affect this plan? Mm, why would she not have done it? What's holding her back? Well, she needed the piece, that well, one yeah, missing piece. She got that. And here's the other thing, though. She wanted Emma to discover that there was something, some kind of connection. True. She left that evidence there, especially in the ice cream truck, and probably left the video camera. So <laughs> she said that basically everything is going according to Snow Queen's plans. <laughs> the ice cream truck? You mean the kidnapper's van? Did wow. that thing not look creepy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never buy ice cream from a truck that looks mm -mm. like that. No, kids, make sure it is freshly painted. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, it was like she left the whole truck out there with the one padlock. And right. I like that you've got Emma and Regina standing there, and it's Hook who just breaks the lock with his hook. Stand I thought there was going to be like a blast of some kind of magic or something. Well, he has to use his hook. He's so eager to use his hook whenever he can. Really, why did he ever want his hand back? Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, you can't break ice with just a hand or a finger. Not very well, anyway. Not unless you're like Bruce Lee. Yeah. But he could do it. Speaking of Bruce Lee and <laughs> things that you enable us to do, you're like, in <laughs> helping us be awesome, like Bruce Lee, is supporting this podcast with your kind donations. Thank you to David Newland, Lisa Slack, Steve Johnson, Amy Cattelier, Amanda Robar, and Diana, thank you very much for your kind contributions to the podcast. And we have a new Patreon backer, Sarah McDonald. We really appreciate the support. That brings us up to 10 Patreon backers 
on Patreon. And that's now a total of $22 per episode. So we really appreciate the support. And with all of these other things, we're very close to being able to upgrade our chat room that we use. Thank you very much for the support. We really could not do the podcast without you. So thank you, David, Lisa, Steve, Amy, Amanda, Diana, and our new Patreon backer, Sarah. We really appreciate it. If you want to find how how you can be a sponsor of the podcast as well, to donate a single one-time donation, a monthly donation, which really helps us the best, the monthly donations, or you could do a per-episode donation for as little as 25 cents even through Patreon. You can see all of your options over at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And thank you very much for the kind support. We've got a lot of questions, I think, from this episode. And we're really looking forward to your feedback. We're looking forward to getting into more detail with some of these things like screenshots. I really want to see those maps, like the map of Arendelle, uh, some of the other maps that we've seen in this episode, or it might have been the same map all of the time. Book (laughs) titles sometimes are really revealing nice little Easter eggs and book titles that are in the shots at the same time. And a lot of other details that we'll be getting into. So make sure that you check out our upcoming podcast when we do our full discussion, which will be episode 167, when we will include your feedback and get into more detail. And we'll have Aaron, we'll have Hunter and Jacqueline sharing spoilers. It'll be a lot of fun. Please send us your feedback. Email feedback at oncepodcast.com with family business in the subject line, or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221, or go to the website oncepodcast.com and send a voice message to us through the website. You can also join the forums on the website. Share this podcast episode, please. Even if you can't support us financially, the best thing you can do for us is share the episode. Share it in Once Upon a Time groups. Share it with your friends, with your family. Do all kinds of things to get the episodes out there, and we really, really appreciate it when you do that. And you can also write a review for us because the reviews encourage us, and they help other people find the podcast. Go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes or oncepodcast.com slash Stitcher to write a review for us there. And connect with us on Twitter at oncepodcast and each of us individually. I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. You can comment on the show notes for this episode of the podcast over at oncepodcast.com slash 166. And until next time, remember, sometimes a hero has to sacrifice everything to save the people they love. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks for our sponsors for this episode. If you want to be one of them and help us to continue keeping this podcast awesome, and you be awesome too for contributing to it, go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor and check out your options to donate one time, automatic monthly, which helps us the most, or even a per episode donation. You can check it out at oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.